Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Jordan Bianchi from the Athletic, good enough to join us uh, from his home base in North Carolina, the headquarters of the sport, uh, Charlotte area. Uh, Jordan, good to visit with you. And uh, the tricky triangle uh, didn't let us down after the race. We learned that not only the the, the winner of the race, but second place winner, disqualified that opened the door for chase elliott yeah thanks for having me on steve always a pleasure appreciate it yeah uh, i mean first time in nascar really since what 1960 uh, i believe and, and really unprecedented if you look at this and nascar with this new car that they introduced this year was very adamant to the teams listen there will be no there are certain parameters you are not allowed to do and while it may seem minor we are going to police this very hard and when we find an infraction we are going to come down hard on you We've seen it a couple times already this year, and we kind of thought that maybe at some point we'd see where a winner would, would be disqualified, and lo and behold, it happened. And like you said, it just didn't happen to the winner. It happened to his teammate, too, in a second. So the third-place guy who crossed the line gets elevated. Great for Chase Elliott, third win, five races. He's on a hot streak right now. Um, not the way he thought he was going to win the race, but uh, really quite dramatic, and it's, it's certainly something we haven't, like I said, we haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, very unusual, and, and take us through the penalty, because once it was announced and they said, the the NASCAR officials said what it was, it literally sounds like it was a piece of tape in the wrong spot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess it always depends on what interpretation you want to go sure, to, right? right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there, there, there's, there's NASCAR was kind of a little bit more vague shall we say about it uh they didn't get into specifics but according to joe gibbs racing which owned the cars for dan hamlin and kyle Busch, they did say it was a clear clear piece of plastic tape not very big by any stretch of the ma- imagination and basically uh, if you surmising that uh such a piece of tape wouldn't have any impact on the car or the performance of the race car uh you, you talk to people and they will say i'll tell you that that piece of tape was not really going to have a major difference one way or another but there are some questions about exactly what was going on or what that tape was doing or if it was even just the tape itself or how that tape was placed um but it's one of those things and the fact that they didn't appeal the penalty should kind of maybe point you in the direction of maybe what something else may be going on or something bigger than what was said just one of those things this is part of it i mean this has always been this way with nascar which is like and i hate to use that word cheating because i just don't think it's the case this is like holding in the nfl right like everybody holds you just kind of try to get away with it right and it's the same thing and that's what it was in this instance and 
you have crew chiefs forever and ever always going to try to push and find the margins of the rule book and where that gray in that rule book is between black and white that's where they want to play and nascar is trying to eliminate that and they have said that hey this is not we're not going to accept this so it's just part of this kind of cat and mouse game that you always see and this is just the newest example with just a kind of a, a bigger spotlight if you will because we had a winner thrown out yeah, so first and second disqualified, Denny Hamlin, the winner at the moment, took the checkered flag. His teammate, Kyle Busch, uh, disqualified. So third-place finisher, Chase Elliott, gets a win. We talked about that on top. But but back to the infraction. And the, these cars and the technology and in the wind tunnels, for the casual fan, they don't realize that a piece of tape or – manipulating the body panels yep. if you can gain a tenth of a second a lap that's a big deal i mean any yeah. slight edge is huge isn't it jordan 100 percent. you're right on i mean the tape can deflect the wind and it can it can perfect horsepower and how much air flows into the car or where that the air yep. and the downforce is on the car i mean it can affect everything everything is about aerodynamics and downforce and every little thing and it's why you see pit stops where teams will put tape on the front of the grill and it's because of airflow they don't want the air going into the car because that can affect the engine performance and that kind of thing it's all about that, and any little tenth of a second can be the difference between finishing finishing first or finishing thirtieth. So, again, any little margin of error you can you can find, you're you're going to do it. I mean, it wasn't too long ago, four, five, six years ago, where during pit stops you would literally have crew members, and I'm using air quotes as I say this, accidentally pull on the body of the car because they tried to pull it out and basically act as a deflector. And it was getting to the point where it was really obscene and NASCAR was, was calling people on this. And so it just, like I said, it's just part of it. There's always something that teams are doing to try to find an advantage. I mean, there's been instances in Daytona 500, you go back to the early 80s, where crew chief rigged a bumper to fall off the race car intentionally. And once it got made contact with somebody because they realized that the aerodynamics were so better without it. So again, and that driver went on to win the race, Bobby Allison. So it's just, it's just part of it yeah part, part of the deal we are getting down to the end uh coming up next uh wildly popular race not always the most interesting show at indianapolis motor speedway uh but but this time uh they're, they're on the road course at indy and that is coming up here at the end of the month it is, and, and Indy's going to be great. Then you got another road course coming up at Watkins Glen, and then you end the season at, regular season at Daytona. Really, if you look at this stretch of races, two road courses, Daytona, you got a short track at Richmond, and then Michigan, which is this wildly fast two-mile race track. Um, really a, a quite diverse uh, five-race stretch here that's going to decide the regular season. Uh, we know, I mean, largely, you know, Chase Elliott should win the regular season championship. Something just monumental collapse would have to happen for that not to happen at this point. Uh, but you look at it, you've got 14 different winners so far this year. Five races left for guys who are not in the playoffs to get those two final spots. And it's really up for up for grabs on what's going to happen. And with these races, the way the schedule plays out, you feel like you could get one of the, one or two surprise winners still the rest of the way. Yeah, and uh, who, who's on the bubble, who's in trouble, who needs help to, well, to ultimately get into the playoffs? Yeah, I mean, surprisingly, looking at Ryan Blaney, who's who's and Martin Truex Jr. are both top five in the point standings. They've had great years, but they don't have a win. They are on the bubble. They're the last two drivers in the playoffs right now. But if someone else wins a race, one of those two guys is going to fall out. 
And then the other side of the coin, the one notable name that's out of the playoffs, and he's the first guy out, is Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick hasn't missed the playoffs since 2010. I'm sorry, 2009. Um, he's a perennial title contender. He's a guy who is always winning races, runs up front. Just a guy you can always pencil in the playoffs, right? Well, not this year. He's on the wrong side of the, the cut line, and he's in a position and points where he can't point his way in. He's too far back. It's basically win or bust from here on out. And he's got five races to do it. He actually runs good at all five of these races, and he's been running well the last few weeks. It seemed to have found something and kind of turned that corner. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if Harvick does it, but he's going to have to figure out a way to do it because otherwise he's going to miss the playoffs for the first time in a long time. Yeah, and you brought up Blaney and, and, and Truex. They, they don't have the all-important wins, so if, if Harvick ultimately does get a win over these mm-hmm. final five ahead of the playoffs, could one of those guys get bumped? Because is it a win in in? If you win, you're guaranteed a playoff yeah. spot? That's basically it, and and it'd be really kind of unprecedented for like a Blaney or Truex, where as higher they are as in points, right? To to miss it, it's not happening. The highest driver to not miss to miss the playoffs previously is eleventh. Truex and, and Blaney are both top five right now. It would be crazy because you look at the years and like, wow, it's a great year. They're running consistently, running well, all of the stuff. The problem is they just haven't won. And really, in this format, winning is everything. And if you can't figure out to win a race, you, you're in trouble. Yeah, and, and there are some other drivers, some some names that are on the outside looking in that don't have that coveted win that, that could also be a factor. You brought up Harvick, but, you know, you, you could make a case for an Eric Jones or an Austin Dillon or, you know, you, you know potentially even a Bubba Wallace, you Absolutely. know, to, to find a way to victory lane. Absolutely. All three of those guys are very much capable of winning a race this year. Jones has had a lot of speed. Bubba Wallace, honestly, probably should have had a win this year or close yeah. to it. They just His pit crew has let him down repeatedly. And Bubba is really, really good at Daytona. He finished second in Daytona 500 earlier this year. His only career cup win came at Talladega last fall. He is so good in these speedway races. Jones has won at Daytona before as well. Uh, it really feels like something wild is going to happen at Daytona in a few weeks from now, and it's going to be one of those races you circle on your calendar. It's going to be intense, it's going to be dramatic, and it's going to be fun to watch. Jordan Bianchi joining us from the Athletic Talking Motorsports, John Schuster, Coldwell Banker Hotline. Finally, Jordan, before we let you go, um, fans, television ratings, it -hmm. seems as though that that NASCAR is doing pretty well on that front, that uh, we've seen some pretty popular shows that, you know, after a tough stretch, it, Mm -hmm. it seems as though the sport's on a comeback trail. Very much. NASCAR's done really a tremendous job of reshaking up the schedule. I know we've talked about it before where yes. it felt like the schedule was stale and everything, especially during these summer months. It's no longer the case. We just kind of went through it. There's a lot of different tracks, a lot of new markets on there. Pocono, where NASCAR raced a week ago, um, had its highest crowd since 2010. Um, NASCAR deserves a lot of credit for that. And there's a lot of excitement, new teams. Michael Jordan is a part of this now. He only co-owns a team. you got Pitbull. I mean, you just have all of these different elements kind of coming together. Kudos and NASCAR for making it work. And again, still got a long way to go. Still need more to do, but the changes they have made really over the last two, three years are really starting to take root, and it really paints a positive uh, picture for the direction that NASCAR is headed. Yeah, no doubt, and it helps to have uh, a, a driver like Chase Elliott leading the way. Really Absolutely. picked up where his dad, you know, Awesome Bill from Dawsonville, you know, <laughs> won won all those you know most popular driver awards. Dale Earnhardt Jr. now in the TV booth, but to have someone like Chase Elliott not only win a championship, leading the regular season points, starting to pile up wins again, that's a big deal as well. 
It is. I mean, he's NASCAR's popular driver, like you said, and yep. he, he connects to a fan base both because of his father and his father. He's, they remember him from his dad, and he also drove for Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the Xfinity Series, so he has that connection. He replaced Jeff Gordon, so he's kind of got all of yeah. these testicles, if you will, from three well-known drivers, um, and he's he just he's got the connection. And old school fans like him because of his last name. Um, younger fans like him because he's a younger guy in his twenties still. It, it, he just checks a lot of boxes. Yeah. Well, Jordan, always good to visit with you. Appreciate your work and the athletic covering the sport. And once again, Jordan, I'm happy for you. You're you're truly a guy who's paid his dues, and and you deserve everything you have. Uh, Very kind of you, Steve, and I appreciate it. You've always been very supportive of me, and I enjoy the conversations we've had. So thank you so much. Yeah, keep up the good work. We'll visit again soon. Look forward to my friend. Bye. All right, there he is, Jordan Bianchi from The Athletic, joining us here. News Talk, 830-WCCO. They head for Indianapolis this weekend, and uh, they'll be at the Brickyard on the road course. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.